This is City Wrestling Radio, August 22nd, 2022. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined, as always, by my co-host, the main roster mate himself, Mr. Jose Oseguera. Good evening, Mr. Smith. How are you doing? And I'd like to say hello to everybody listening around the globe today. And one bit of advice, remember to unclick your mute button. That's right. You're coming in hot and loud and clear. It's good to hear from you, Jose. Uh, We got a lot to get into today um, because I think a lot of stuff has happened this past week. Um, You know, is AEW on a total brink of uh, implosion? Oh, come on. We don't know. Uh, there's more Vince payments, Vince McMahon, that is, uh, but he might be off the hook for this one. You know, I think he has an alibi. It might be fine. Uh, we get some New Japan Pro Wrestling news, G1 highlights, and uh, the announcement of Wrestle Kingdom. And uh, we're going to take a look at the WWE Women's Tag Team Tournament, as well as the AEW Trios Tournament update. Ooh, hot week, hot week. Going to talk about both. But... Before we get into all of that, if you enjoy this little show that we do here at City Wrestling Radio, uh, if you want to help us out just a, just just a tad, please please do. Uh, please hit subscribe, like, share, uh, leave a comment. You know, even if it's you hate us, just let us know that you hate us in the comments below, and uh, it really does uh, help. Or you know, it quote unquote doesn't help us. Uh, wink, wink. If you don't like us. Acknowledge us. Like, share, and subscribe because uh, you know it doesn't cost you a penny, and it uh, it doesn't. It makes us look a little bit better to the algorithms, and so on and so forth. And we could return to video podcast because we could finally afford that uh, that Zoom recording hour long <laughs> sessions again. We're oh, broke, God. man. Those are the days, right? Like, fuck it. If I, if I can just get, um, what do you call it, uh, Magic Spoon to give us a sponsorship, I'd be down. Let's do it. Anyways, but until then, like, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment. And uh, let's get into it because I, I honestly think AEW is is in complete shambles. And I think they might continue to go down this road if Tony Khan doesn't do something immediately. Um, You know, in a way, I'm with you, but in another way, I... I mean, you know, if it, if it's on TV, man, ninety nine percent of the chance uh, time it's a work. So uh, let's let's go into the story. Let's <laughs> gonna get into this, uh, but you know, it's. It, I mean, I feel like it's been going on for a while, but this last week on AEW Dynamite, CM Punk cut his quote unquote pipe bomb return promo when he came face to face with the interim AEW World Champion John Moxley. Moxley wasn't the only one to be called out by Punk, though. At the beginning of his promo, Punk surprisingly called out the former AEW world champion Hangman Adam Page. Punk Punk started by saying he had something he needed to take care of before he proceeded to call out John Moxley. And uh, he called out the Hangman, but Hangman was nowhere to be seen. Uh, When the Millennial Cowboy... Uh, was nowhere to be found, Punk stated, that's not cowboy shit, that's coward shit. Uh, Even though this sounds like a typical (laughs) wrestling storyline, this Mm -hmm. was no way planned, unfortunately. Um, uh, Punk went, I mean, he went into business for himself. Or he's a very good actor. No, no, he he went into business for himself, and a lot of people in the back were furious about this. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. not, like, it's not, you know, Tony Khan didn't come out and say to everyone 
point blank, but it's mm-hmm. everyone behind the scenes has said that people in the backstage were furious about this. Yeah, and I hear that there's um, a line being drawn and teams are being formed. You know, some people backing CM Punk, some people backing, I would say, the original AEW locker room. Well, I mean, you know, you see a lot of these people that really started with AEW. You have your Kip Sabians, you have your Hybrid 2s, your Private Party. You know, all these guys who really gave everything to the company and were featured prominently you know, and needed more time to develop. They were mm-hmm. all a little green. You know, even people like Private Party, they needed time in the limelight. But I don't know. I think sometimes it's, it's you can, I wouldn't say it's looking like Impact Wrestling when all the former WCW headliners like Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan, they all Main event in. mafia? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. like that. But it can be perceived like that at this point. It's lightweight. It's lightweight, that version. Yeah, yeah. I totally see your point. Um, but, uh, Punk went to business for himself, uh, when he called out Hangman Page, uh, for a promo Hangman cut earlier this year. Uh, Hangman was actually, according to John Silver's Twitter, Hangman Page was uh, actually in catering. He posted a picture of Hangman in catering saying the Hangman's busy right now. Sorry. Yeah. See, that comes off a little sketch to me, but continue. (laughs) Well, I, you know, I think it was a little like. You know, so jab at CM Punk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what promo do you ask? Well, on May 25th, the then AEW world champion Hangman Adam Page uh, and CM Punk came face to face before their double or nothing match. And in it, uh, Hangman Page said, quote, you talk a big game about workers rights. Well, you showed the exact opposite since you've been here. I love this place. I care about this place. This is my home. And this Sunday, I will not be defending this champion against you or this championship against you. No, this Sunday, I will be defending all elite wrestling from you. Now, at the time of this promo, I think a lot of people questioned it. A lot of people at first were like, what the what what is he talking about? Yeah, well, at the same time, his delivery was kind of messed up. Remember? He was like stumbling over a couple of his words and it just came off. He came off passionate, I think. <laughs> sure, sure. You know. But it, 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 it didn't come off very authentic. Okay. Uh, though, even though, like, it, a lot of people questioned it, but I think a lot everyone moved on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even though Punk uh, has had uh, an in ring live mic since winning the title, uh, if he felt this was the time to call out. Um, hangman page and he felt it was appropriate to do it right now i mean what can i say i'm not a wrestler i'm not making millions of dollars in the ring i can't say if it was appropriate or not you know what i mean right Um, but what do you think jose do you think this was like warranted like was punk in the right here like okay well you know if it's a clapback okay you know the receipts are common in this business so this might have been the receipt for that and I, I read somewhere that it had something to do with, oh, I, I don't know if uh, we go into it later, but uh, did Hangman say anything about uh, Cole Cabana or the, his friendship with uh, CM Punk? Well, you know, there has been, we'll get into that, you know, we'll definitely get into that. But, you know, there has been some backstage drama regarding that. Um, okay. But, I mean, it, it does seem weird, you know, um, mm-hmm. the whole Punk thing. I, I mean, I don't know. He really, 
when Hangman oh. when Hangman <laughs> said something to Punk, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? He was face to face with him. They both had uh, a mic to him. You know, Punk could have clapped back right then. True, true. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. he was given the mic after Hangman said all that. To clap back at Hangman Page when Hangman Page was somewhere else in the building. Making himself a sandwich. You know, yeah. And, you know, it's not like he could just go out there and say something. You know, that's complete chaos mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, yeah. It, at least Hangman's being professional and not going out there. You know what I mean? Right, but he threw the first punch, right? And doesn't forget he's well, punching he threw up. the he threw the first punch in a promo leading to a match, right? right where right. this was just out of nowhere. <laughs> Have you ever seen that bit with uh, The Rock on SNL with uh, The Rock stuff? He's it's it, he's cutting a promo against one of his buddies, right? And you know when they go on the air, he starts digging like a real life family stuff, and oh, you're yeah. involved because yeah. of, it was and when they were playing. Like, left you. They were like playing the '80s wrestlers, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So, I mean, this reeks of that. I don't know why. I, I, I get that scene in my head whenever uh, I hear me, the story. It, just, it seems like two guys were going face-to-face, and then when one of them turned around, they low-blowed him. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, metaphorically. That, that, person being, that person being Hangman, you know? Well, and punk, let's not punk, forget this punk guy still, Hangman. Before that? No. I mean, like I said, I think going face-to-face, having a mic to each other – Going back and forth, that Punk could have said anything right back to him right then and there. Punk could right. have clapped what... back at any time. He could have clapped back yeah. at Twitter. He chose okay. this time when Hangman was not ready. Right. Well, oh, not ready, quote unquote. Right. Um, so as far as I know, that where there's smoke, there's fire, and this kind of smells sketch to me. It, it, it we're getting work, dude. Well, okay. <laughs> this is this is not the first time a storyline. Of a self-centered punk, though, has graced our TV screens. Mm, Sounds familiar. Multiple times in WWE, uh, John Cena, Triple H, and others kind of went off on punk in the ring and stated that punk wasn't happy until he was on the top of the ladder. And, uh, you know, as you say, when there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, I wonder, like, is this just punk rehashing another storyline that he's been doing for years and years Dude, there's a there's a 50 50 chance right yeah at least and <laughs> yeah this it, it just you know it it just if it's on tv like we've been told this a million times if it's yeah. on tv it was planned and written and it was ready to go yeah so i i, I wouldn't doubt it at all well you know i think aew for the longest time yeah I, I i've had conversations with michael on this podcast not this exact one you know mm-hmm. we're waiting to hear him on this these new city wrestling radio episodes but we've spoken in the past about aew and i've said before you know even when brandy rhodes and cody rhodes would say oh we just have to let the artist do their art. Let the musicians mm. play their music. We give them the tools to. I told. I said this was not gonna work. Mm. Like just letting the musicians go out there and do whatever they want. Yes, it's beautiful, but at the same time, it's gonna be a beautiful disaster in the end. Yeah, don't WCW it. Yeah. Uh, so, but like I said, because this brings up the bigger question: uh, Is everything okay within AEW? Because. Oh, man, I- I wish I could call it, man. Because I, don't, in, I don't know. In in recent months, many wrestling fans have been seeing, and I, I think a lot of people have been seeing these same cracks in the fortified roster walls of AEW. Uh, you know, Cody Rhodes leaving for WWE. 
you know, after helping form this company, after mm-hmm. helping lead yeah. the charge against WWE, yeah, yeah. he left. Um, the weird MJF storyline, which I know we're getting worked on that one. That's for sure work, mm-hmm. but it's weird. Like, why is he yeah. just off TV all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. And now CM Punk's pipe bomb. You know, you know what this is, uh, a reaction to all these things. Let's say, let's say everything's true, right? Everything being equal. This is, a, the cause is overinflation. They have too many too too much talent too many cooks in the kitchen yeah well cooks in the kitchen implies that you have too, too many bosses at first too, they did they did too many and top guys on the roster yeah too uh, too many people yeah they yeah. have a lot of mid carters lower level guys a lot of you know entry level guys this place is so stacked and so crowded and then that you're gonna get big elbows to move up to the front and then you know you have you know a lot of how do I say this? A lot of people in the independent wrestling scene, a lot of fans of the independent wrestling scene are very vocal about who they like. And, Mm -hmm. you know, people like, there's a lot of people who love Ethan page Mm -hmm. where, you know, he's been on TV here and there, but it's like, he was with the men of the year. And then now he's not, now he's saying he doesn't get time on TV. And now he's going to be put with Stokely Hathaway. I, I what with some other random stable. Like, yeah, we just saw the trust busters get beat. Because it's just some random stable of three random guys that they just put in there randomly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word of the day, kids. Yeah, and uh, you have, for the life of me, Dragon Lee getting brought in just to get beat up in his mass strip. I don't understand any of that. And, you know, according to Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer, backstage drama is at a boiling point. You know, I could... I could- I could believe that it, it's crowded. Said, I said there were too many cooks in the kitchen and everyone's fighting. Nobody's paying attention to the macaroni on the stovetop. <laughs> well, you know, Tony Khan did do something at, when he depowered a lot of the original EVPs. So, you know, step in the right direction. I mean, let's see where this goes. Uh, so in Meltzer's recent newsletter, he stated there is a ton of backstage drama involving many quote unquote top guys uh, that has gotten much worse in recent weeks. Meltzer says one backstage factor was Colt Cabana being dropped from the Dark Order with oh. no explanation angle uh, and being dropped from TV. Although Khan did sign uh, Cabana to Ring of Honor, a lot of people were kind of mad about this. And I think... Yeah, he, he Triple H'd him. Well, if you think about it too, like it, it really is starting to show the cracks because... He pushed the Dark Order so big, and they they got they had some steam behind them. They did. They like did. I honestly felt like if you, I I honestly think if you you still can do something with them, and we'll get into it later. But I honestly think you could have done something with them before, even after Brody passed away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean that when when huge news like that, that's when you are the most over, and you should be pushed to the moon, right? Hangman winning the title, another reason to get pushed to the moon, you know. And then he was kind of with the group, but kind of not. But he still is with them. Yeah, and then that split, but then the reunion. Yeah, exactly. Um, although all this backstage drama, and it's not really stated who's mad about what. But I'm guessing it has something to do with some top guys involved with the Dark Order. But that's just my speculation. I in no way have any uh, knowledge yeah. of that. I have other knowledge, but not of that. <laughs> but in a recent episode of AEW Unrestricted, 
Tony Schiavone made comments about his new roles in uh, as senior producer and special advisor and talent relations. So basically goes around and makes sure everyone's okay every day. You know, what do you yeah. need? What can we do to get make you happy? And why am I just going right into this without keeping talk? Well, this somebody has something to do with the backstage drama. Because Tony Schiavone went on to say, a lot of times things can get crazy in a negative way. Uh, that's the way it happens in wrestling. But now we have the tools in place, the staff in place, to try <laughs> cough, to remedy... To try to remedy that before it breaks bad. Uh, we're going to be perfect at we're it. We're not going to be perfect, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, sorry. We're not going to be perfect at it. Sorry, I don't do this for a living, you know, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Uh, not perfect, but I think we're going to make it a better place to work, which has already been a great place to work. So... I mean, no, there's if, that. If you can, yeah, if you can, and if you can trust anybody in that particular position, it's Tony Schiavone because he's seen hell and he's been back. So let's hope he, he has a good uh, hand on the reins this time. Let's let's hope. Um, but at the same time, it's like if if I think Tony needs to do more. I do. I, I if Tony doesn't Schiavone do, or Khan. Sorry, Tony Khan. Yeah, I think Tony Khan. Even though they have Tony Schiavone in place now to kind of be. Uh, a liaison to the guy, talent relations, you know. Uh, if Tony Khan doesn't do what I've been suggesting since the start of the company, and that's tighten his belt and lay down the law, uh, then this company will fall by the wayside. I honestly think so. Well, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. This may already be happening, mm-hmm. honestly, and it may already be. So I might be wasting my, my breath. It sure. May... And you know what? The Shivani comments actually um, hint at him trusting his executives, uh, mainly Tony Schiavone. But, you know, it it looks like he's hired the right people in the right place for the right purpose. So let's keep our fingers crossed because that, competition is great. That and, uh, you know, okay, I'm going to tie this into it. Later in the episode of this last week's AEW Dynamite, right. it was announced that Moxley and Punk will have their title unification match this next Wednesday and not at All Out. See, now that's very... Jose, is this the original plan, or could Khan be laying down the law and taking the title from Punk and preventing a pay-per-view match for him? I mean, I'm shaking my magic eight ball. All signs point to yes, right? What, that this was all... That he completely changed the plans, and he's doing what you're asking for, is tightening up the belt. He's like, look, CM Punk, you can't be going off like that Guess what? You have a match next week, and we have You're different plans the for the pay per view. Yeah, we have different plans for all out. And I, I honestly think that should happen. Yeah. Personally, or again, now, now after this, I'm leaning more towards you know that this is all shoot. But there's still that sliver that's going to be uh, effing work on. Well, us, you man. know, okay, um, I will say this: just in defense, not just you know, let's punish Punk. Right now, even though right. I do think he does need some sort of slap on the wrist, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, and he could get, he could get that in the form of he, you know chair shots, be, or he's actually bleeding his own blood. He can be somewhat of a megalomaniac himself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a cult of personality. Oh, hey, uh, but no. So, yeah. So this this next week, I mean, this could be Tony Khan taking the title from Punk, saying 
you know what? You can't go out there and just do whatever you want. You are going to be the example. If you want to leave, leave. Because there was speculation this past week of will Punk show up to Dynamite? And not hmm. just by fans, but by, you know, the people backstage at AEW. Yeah. So, hmm. so either way. <laughs> exciting time at AEW. <laughs> either way, AEW All Out is about two weeks away. And uh, we're going to have full coverage here. I mean, you know, uh, either way you slice it, I'm interested. I'm going to stay tuned. I'm watching. They they hooked me in. They hooked me in. Absolutely. Mission accomplished. Uh, next up, one person who has recently learned what it's like to have the law laid down on him, Vince McMahon. Uh-oh. So <laughs> according to the Wall Street Journal. Hold on one second. So, okay. According to the Wall Street Journal. Another $5 million uh, in unrecorded uh, company payments were uncovered uh, to the former President Trump's charity. Uh, These were two donations made to the Donald J. Trump Foundation in 2007 and 2009. And this is in addition to the $19.6 million in payments McMahon allegedly paid with company money to... um, women for alleged affairs. Hmm. Now, an attorney for WWE reported that these these should have been booked. It was an oversight and they weren't booked. So, okay. I mean, w, and then goes on, WWE attorney Jerry McDivitt states that Mr. Trump and WWE entered into a contract whereby WWE agreed and did pay him personally uh, an appearance a fee of $1 million. Whoa. That's a lot. Well, I mean, he did show up at WrestleMania. That was one show. A million for a show. Well, you know. Uh, He goes on to say, at the same time, the McMahons made a personal contribution to, uh, well, sorry, uh, McDevitt told the Wall Street Journal, and then it goes on to say in the Wall Street Journal, at the same time, the McMahons made a personal contribution to the Trump Foundation of $4 million. Uh, There was no additional fee paid to Mr. Trump. Or in any addition contribution to the Trump Foundation due to the success of the events. Uh, the payments were made to the Trump Foundation because of Trump's involvement in WrestleMania 23. The payments were made in lieu of a paycheck for his participation in the show. Um, so, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, the only thing I think sketchy here is Trump. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, this is you know what a classic example of you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Absolutely. I'm talking about tax write-offs. You're talking about foundation money that we later find out that you know they they uh, tore apart the the foundation, right? Like it's no longer a thing. Don, I I I don't know. I think I don't, don't quote me on it, but I think I'm wrestling. So you know you got shady and shady and shady. So I, now we know how Linda got her seat, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you think this is it, though? Like, it seems to oh, me. Oh, no. This is. Okay, maybe halfway through. But there's going to be a lot more. Out. I mean, they say that. I mean, I think they. I don't recall if they said they're done. I thought they might have said they concluded their investigation. But, I mean, who knows what can come up from the past or if even they're going to leave that alone, like from way back when, you know? Why go yeah, all yeah. the way back before it was a publicly traded company? There, no, There's mm-hmm. no need for that. No, there's not. So the minute it became publicly um, available. Traded. Yeah traded 
that's when the ticker starts. So <laughs> when was that? You know, early 2000s, mid 2000s? No, like late 90s, right? Yeah. Okay, let's call it early 2000s. So you got 22 years of scandal left. We only covered maybe 10 years. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah, like you said, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. And I guess time will only tell. Uh, <laughs> as as the sands of time turn, so do the days of our <laughs> life, right? Yes. Or whatever they say. Anyways, I think you're pretty effing close. Let's move on. Move on to the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling because... You know, we talk about it like all the time here at City Wrestling, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, I, I think it's time we not exactly like, yeah, we need to start paying attention from here on out to New. Yeah, we always need to pay attention to New Japan. But, you know, recent years, it's been kind of slow. It's been kind of kind yeah. of the same fucking matches every fucking year over and over and over and over again with yeah. great, great talent. Great, great talent. Although and great matches. Although they did have, you know, some change up this year with the G1. But uh, before we get into the G1, you know. Wait, what? Oh, it looked like you froze. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no, I just, I'm looking at my notes and it just says, what, no, who else is that's it? Question mark? Oh, what? <laughs> Nice. Well, anyways, I'm going to keep that in there. New Japan Pro Wrestling (laughs) announcing Wrestle Kingdom will return to a one-night event. Cool. Uh, For the first time since 2018, Wrestle Kingdom will be a one-night event on January 4th, 2023 in the Tokyo Dome. Dome. In addition, New Japan's New Year's Dash returns to January 5th at the Ota Ward in J- Ota Ward Gymnasium in Tokyo. I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but hey, correct me in the comments down below. Uh, this was an- announced during the finals of the G1 where Kazuchika Okada wins his second consecutive G1, uh, fourth all-time for him, beating Will Ospreay in what many are calling a pretty good match. Okay, I, I believe you. Sounds good. I'll go back no. and watch it. Okay, Jose. Yeah. Many say New Japan Pro Wrestling, though, in you know, has been somewhat of a lackluster storylines, you know, especially and lost its umph, quote unquote, since the, some of their top talent has left to uh, go form All Elite Wrestling. What What do you want to see from New Japan moving forward? Because I think you know, sometimes it's like people need to hear. They need to hear this from the average wrestling fan. Not, yeah. not the people who are like, I love the sport of pure wrestle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you now, want to see uh, from them? <clears throat> New Japan needs to put their foot down, much like Tony Khan ha- has to do. Um, and they need to come out, come come up to uh, Impact and to AEW and be like, you guys, we have an exchange here going on. Give us some of your talent. Let's borrow somebody. You have a bullet club in here spending months with Impact. You have uh, AEW, you know, siphoning off all the New Japan talent. So we there needs to be some reciprocation here. Yeah. And they need to put their foot down and get that done. Well, you know, I agree. I definitely agree. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, though, they've been kind of all over the place lately. Although, <laughs> you know, I hear recently with the um, the purchase of, was it, uh, to- I can't remember the name of the company that owns them. Uh, but they bought stardom as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they're creating the IWGP Women's Championship soon. 
uh, with Stardom and New Japan. And women's wrestling will be featured on American shows and I think some Japanese shows as well. Cool. So that's okay. gonna be cool too. Um, uh, do you know? You probably don't know, but are they gonna carry the New Japan banner or be on New Japan shows? Well, I mean, Stardom, I, or is it no, are they gonna be their no, own ed- entity? No. no, they they've been bought by uh, is it Joshi Road? I think it is. I can't okay. remember the parent company, right? Yeah, the parent company. No, I mean they've owned Stardom for a little while now. I'm just, but now okay. they're creating this new title, the IWGP uh, Women's okay. Championship. So, so they will be featured on their main, yeah, their main roster, so to speak. You know, and while uh, some AEW talents are expected to take part in Wrestle Kingdom next year, according to the uncle of every pro wrestling podcast, <laughs> Mister Dave Meltzer. Yeah, uh, Dave Meltzer says, uh, "I don't know how many, but uh, I have, in fact, been told uh, of certain plans for uh, of AEW wrestlers on Wrestle Kingdom." So good, that's good news. It's good quote, news. quote from I hope it's true. Uncle Dave himself. All right. All right. I'm going to come see it, Davey. So, I mean, you see the, you know, this forbidden door staying open between. Can we just say it's cracked? It's not really wide open. I mean, right? it's, it's, I think it's, it's open. Well, it's it, it went open and then it it's sliding. Clo- you don't it's leave not the door closed. open. Do you leave your front door open, Jose? No, no, no. Exactly. But But it's unlocked. It's unlocked. It's what it's ready you, for anyone live, to come on. Do you live in Canada? Right. You don't live in Canada, okay? No, but I have you know I have a front gate and that remains locked. But my you know my um, forbidden door is unlocked and ready to go. Well, you know, as one forbidden door remains locked, yours. But I think the New Japan one remains open between AEW and New Japan. WWE uh, is kind of dissolving one door they had their own. Uh, well, not completely dissolving. Um, they're dissolving NXT UK. They're, they're transitioning. Yeah, they're well. No, they're NXT UK is gone. It, yeah, it's it's gonna cease to be. And mm-hmm. uh, they're you know they released a number of their UK talent and uh, creating now NXT Europe. So it's a transition, so to speak. Right? We, are we getting the return of the European title, Jose? Hundred percent, yes. Hundred percent, yes. I think the Intercontinental title should be defended over there too. It should be defended intercontinentally. In, inside every continent. Yes. Uh, but in the closing moments of NXT Heat Wave, um, Braun Breaker, the NXT champion, was confronted by NXT UK champion Tyler Bate. Gallus made their return to the States. A number of you know UK talent were there. I did find it funny, though. Tyler Bate is currently in a tournament to win the NXT UK title. <laughs> on UK, so they just spoiled the tournament. No, um, they they seem to be setting up uh, some sort of global NXT brand. I think you know, with all this NXT invasion, where are they going? Are they unifying all the titles and then just globally doing this? Uh, you know, as long as you still have separation of of uh, of names, you're you know, you're it's not exactly a brand split like Raw and SmackDown. It's you know, UK is not very heavily promoted nor is it watchable to the average fan. You know what I mean? I think it had, so, had some popularity. Can you imagine Europe? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think they're going to be uniting titles anytime soon. I think they're going to remain separate entities, uh, you know, running house shows in Norway. Yeah. Running house shows in France. Yeah, you're right. They can't run uh, NXT. Well, yeah, okay. No, yeah, you're right. They need their own champion over there, so... 
But there's got to be some sort of hierarchy with the NXT UK title and the NXT title, you know? You would think the NXT title is the title, right? Right. I would think so. Yeah. Mr. Braun Breaker has him. They need to come out with a fucking elite figure of him. Anyways. Him and and his dad. Yes, they need to release a new Steiner uh, collection of figures. So, Mattel, uh, next time, next Legends 16, 17, 18. Fuck, Steiner Brothers. Please. That's all we want. With removable headgear for uh, Rick Steiner. And the goddamn varsity jackets. Yes, absolutely 100%. Because I'm this close to paying $300 for the trio of demolition. Yikes. That's $100 a demo. It's getting bad, man. It's getting real bad. I think you need help, bro. Yeah. Anyways, let's move on. (laughs) Uh, Let's Before I just hop on eBay right now, let's talk about tournaments because those are fun yeah they're always fun come on who doesn't like a tournament one person beating one person then beating another one and then in the end one person wins or one team wins in this case Uh, ask the ncaa and new japan they'll tell you yeah uh every sport likes tournaments let's uh talk the latest tournaments (laughs) no i'm kidding uh the (laughs) wwe women's tag team tournament and aew trios tournament have kicked into full gear uh first for wwe let's take a look at them you got toxic. Oh, this has my this has my brain spinning. By the way, go ahead. Okay, so Toxic Attraction has taken the place of Zoe Stark and Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons. Uh, Stark was uh, injured in her match at NXT Heat Wave against uh, Mandy Rose, and uh, Lyons was uh, not allowed into Canada to uh, because of her vaccination status. But still, still, you know, and I wondered this week on SmackDown, which, by the way. Roman, did you watch SmackDown? Uh, bits and pieces. Did no, you see no. Roman and Sami Zayn? Yes. That was in the phone the call. Yeah. Best segment I've seen in a long time. And in yeah. the end of the show, when Sami took that Claymore. Oh, I meant for, so much more Roman, because of that segment. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that like Roman's going to be like, this is my guy now. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be, you know, where the <laughs> yeah. Usos are going to be mad. And like Sammy's going to be a made man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You know Jimmy's the one he's pissed off at, right? Yeah, and what? That's and Jay's kind of cool with him still. He's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll text you." I'll text. Nikita Lyons wasn't there because of her vaccination status. Where were the oh, Usos? Where were the Usos this week? Hmm. Nowhere to be seen. So we'll see if they're uh, in yeah. the UK. You know, because you're not allowed. True I that. believe you're not allowed to travel abroad. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Well, I think it's different for each country, but Canada, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So, um, Toxic Attraction won their match against Natalia and Sonya Deville in their first round. Now, in the final four, you're going to see Kai and Sky. That's the team of EO Sky and Dakota Kai, which they're now being rumored to be named Damage Control. I, I don't like that. I and don't it, like that. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Damage Control sounds very I was gonna demolition. Say, the Repo Man. When I heard uh, WWE was trademarking Damage Control, and they don't talk bad about demolition um <laughs> when I, th- I heard they trademarked the term damage control i thought it was like some talk show like oh it'll be on the weekends damage control starring michael or like pat mcafee yeah no i thought it was the show after SummerSlam or something Which, damage control actually that no yeah, way out yeah like after no way out damage control yeah and actually that should be our review show now like every time we do there you review, go yeah it'd be like cwr damage control in the damage control center i'm Corey smith I'm Jose Segura. There we go. But 
uh, let's say, like I said, Kai and Sky. Um, let's say. So I said, final they four. Will be taking on. Yeah, Kai mm-hmm. and Sky will be taking on uh, Bliss and Asuka for the Raw side of things, and Toxic Attraction will be taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Aaliyah. Uh, Jose, Damage Control is winning all this, right? I don't see anyone coming out of this. You think so? Uh, other than Sky and Kai. Well, yeah. here's I, the thing. Bliss and Asuka is nothing. Alexa Bliss has been rumored to. Isn't the final? To- I think the final might be happening at Clash of the Castle, right? I, I I'm don't not 100% sure. on that. Yeah. yeah. And maybe I may be wrong, but if that's happening, I mean, Kai and Sky are already booked in a six women tag match oh. for that show. So, Corey, come on. Card subject to change. Okay. You think they're winning it? <laughs> I, I, I really think they're going to win. I mean, I don't I see Alyssa think, Bliss and Oscar winning. I, well, here's the thing. In, in my original, I still think we're going to see the return of. Sasha Banks and Naomi to challenge the winners. I agree with that. Yeah. So you either, how are you going to position them? I think either, position yeah, them you, against someone like Raquel Rodriguez. I kept saying mm-hmm. Gonzalez, Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah would be a good team. You're, kind of, you're if, feeding them to Sasha and Naomi. Exactly. Yeah. That They're way. Team, transitional champions. Yeah. Uh, and you keep the heat for Sky and Kai damage control. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and you just split up Alexa Bliss and Oscar. Yeah, exactly. I see what you're coming so from. That's, I that's... honestly think Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah are winning this tournament. I mean, I pro- will probably be wrong. My original pick was uh, Shotzi and uh, and uh, what's her name? Zia Lee. Yeah, that blew up in our face, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. But you think damage, you're going damage control? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so more tournaments though the AEW trios tournament this oh, week we oh, saw oh. we saw the return of Kenny Omega to AEW TV yeah rocking a sweatshirt so he doesn't I think this is I think he's working us with this well oh, I'm hiding my you know unnecessary fat that I got on my vacation I got to cover it up a little bit well I thought I heard I heard it's something he's doing as like a build up like each week he's gonna drop one item <laughs> one layer. <laughs> Well, like drop a you know shoulder pad, drop the shirt, and then all of a sudden he's back to one hundred percent at all out. Yeah. So I mean that could be the case, but we saw the return of Kenny Omega in a shirt. Yeah, he teamed with the Young Bucks, Young Bucks to defeat Rush Andrade and Dragon Lee. Damn it, I love Dragon Lee too. Uh, the Elite await the winner of the Death Triangle versus United Empire, which is the That's- team of. That's going to be match of the year. I think that's going to be one hell of a match with the team of Osprey and Aussie Open uh, for the quarterfinal match on one side of the bracket. And for the other side of the bracket, we have the best friends. They're just kind of hanging out awaiting their quarterfinal match because they are going to face the winner of the House of Black. And that's the team of Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews versus Dark Order, John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and Preston Vance. So, Jose, we got yes, six sir? we got six teams. Oh my god. Okay, look at this. We're gonna repeat Elite. Okay, let's just <laughs> let's just half that bracket, Elite's going, right? You would think, yes. To the finals. Yes. Okay. Um, who is not going to the finals? Who is I'm gonna sorry. face who is facing I'm sorry to say, Dark friends. Order is not going to go anywhere. You don't think the Dark Order is going to the finals? I mean, 
we've been talking about this and they keep dropping the ball in the dark order. What, I think this will be the time to save the dark order. This will be the time to say, yes, I agree with you, but you know, we, they've seen that at bat uh, plenty of times and they swung and missed. So you have the team of John silver, Alex Reynolds and Preston Vance. Look at AEW rampage <laughs> this last week. Okay. Mm-hmm. You had Miro, uh, coming out to, uh, did you watch rampage? I did not watch. Rampage. Okay. So at one point, I mean, I just watched it today. Um, okay. There was one point where uh, Buddy Matthews was having a match against, I can't remember who it was, Jobber, I think. And, Jimmy Newcomer, yeah. Yeah, or it was just somebody that was notable, and I'm an idiot. But nope. he was having a match against him, and all of a sudden, after the match, out comes Miro. And Miro had in his hand Malachi Black's mask, and he threw it on the ground. So has he taken out Malachi Black? Has he weakened Malachi Black? Will he, he is going after the House of Black, which I think will prevent the House of Black from moving on in this tournament, leading it to one side of the bracket being uh, best friends in Dark Order for the quarterfinal match. And the other side, I mean, it's going to be what Elite or I think it's going to be uh, United Empire, the Elite mm. versus United Empire. Because, I mean, I mean... We can't not have Osprey and Omega in the ring together. Yeah, no, 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 you can't do that. That we need you, that. You have to save that for you know next year's WrestleMania. I mean, no, no, <laughs> no. Come on, just have okay. I'm saying Elite and Aussie Open on one side, Best Friends and Dark Order on the other. Then yeah. it comes down to the Elite and the Dark Order, and <sighs> I think, I think Dark if you Order want, I, I think if you want to. You know, put them all because remember, Hangman Page is going to be in the corner of the elite or of the uh, of the Dark Order. Yeah. So mm, like we can't Jesus. forget that. Like that's going to play into it, and Kenny Omega is going to see him, and he's is he going to turn on the Dark Order? <laughs> Could happen, which would be <laughs> fucking stupid. But oh my god, I think the Dark Order are winning this because and and about a year ago. We saw a match which had a, the, one of the greatest wrestling entrances of all time. Two of them of all time. The Elite coming out in their Space Jam uniforms. Mm-hmm. I, I think you remember that. And yes, um, um, Hangman Page coming out united with the Dark Order in their five-on-five five match. Where the Dark Order and Hangman Page put up their all their title shots. Remember Hangman Page? And they lost. That's right. Yeah. yeah you know, the Dark yeah. Order lost their opportunity to it's payback time, buddy. It, it is yeah. payback time. And I think a team of the Dark Order being managed by Hangman Page um, is the best option for the trio's uh, team right now. You, you know what? You make a great argument. And it's shit like this. This company's in the position it's in. To oh. quote one of my most hated wrestling personas. Anyway. Is that Cornette um, or Bischoff? No, that was uh, Hogan. Oh. Oh, <laughs> During yeah. the whole Russo oh, yeah. thing. You know, it's shit like this, brother. Yeah. And you know what? It's shit like this that, that makes me think that that CM Punk stuff is a work because I mean, this is some really, so far, it's been booked really well. And you're advancing the story with the, the Ingobernables, right? Yeah. So many stories to come out of this after the tournament. I can't wait to see what happens to the Death Triangle. I can't wait to see where United Empire go. Uh, I can't wait to see, well, the best friends are going to be the best friends no matter what, yeah. right? And if the Dark Order comes out of this, 
as champions, do you have a good introduction to the trios, right? Because what else yeah. do you have for these guys? And I mean, I think you, you know, anyone in this tournament at this point is a strong contender for the titles. A hundred percent. Yeah. Then you have the whole beef with Miro and Malachi Black. That that's another story that could blossom out of here. With that, they won't take a hit for losing the trios match. Yeah, definitely. So th- this is some great booking so far. I mean, as long as it's brought to completion in a satisfying way. Well, except for Malachi right Black symbiote. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. It it's that it turns some people it, evil and it turns some people not evil. So unless yeah, I guess yeah. uh, maybe there so, maybe people are already evil, like Miro. Maybe he was already evil. Sting has a little bit of the evil in him from all that Wolfpack days. Oh yeah, maybe I don't know, man. I don't know, but I really want that Wolfpack Sting figure. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hard one to get. Anyways. I think that about does it here for us this week. Oh, yeah. Fun. Fun times. Good show. Good show. Anyways, uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to all of our social media accounts because, hey, like I said, it really helps us out and uh, makes us look better in the eyes of corporate America. So, anyways. There you have it. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, until next week, I'm your host, Corey Smith. I am Jose Oseguera. And we will see you again next week. Take care and have a wonderful week. City Wrestling J at Twitter. Goodbye.